Oh damn, we're in trouble now. Hi, and welcome back to another edition of We're in Trouble Now. And for everybody who needs to know, Brandon's already in trouble. Yes. Remember that time when we were little? It was summer, and I was laying on the couch, and you were laying on the floor, and we didn't have enough money for air conditioning, or I don't think the air conditioning is working, we so we, had, so we had a fan, and the fan was blowing in, you know, onto you. And remember, I sneezed, but I sneezed into the fan, and the fan blew the sneeze into you, into your face. You know, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? I don't remember that. And how mad was Brandon when that happened? You, really loves that. You're like, dude, you just sneezed in my face. <laughs> Which thing. I think is kind of ironic, because if you even sneeze in the car with Robert... If you sneeze he near like, me, yes, I'll have he, a panic attack. Yes. Because I, No, because this is mom. We went on a road trip to Oregon, <laughs> I was gonna say. and for 12 fucking hours, the woman with the worst allergies was driving, <laughs> would sneeze, not cover her mouth, and be like... It's kind of hot in here. Let's turn the air on. And it was just a circulating, just so, like so, disgusting yeah. so fume then bag. After, you know, like after the first couple of times of being yelled at, I would, I would like turn my head and sneeze and it would hit the window and bounce back. And yeah. It doesn't yeah. fucking surprise me nope. at all. Nope. And For then 12 hours. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets to be such a, like a whiny bag that I'm like, come on, another sneeze. Yeah. You're just fucking with she him She was intentionally that like looking into the sun trying to sneeze. Yeah. Or that's kind of like the time where uh, Barbu made us, I don't know if it was um, toast and uh, sausage or a sausage toast mm-hmm. or a sausage toast sandwiches. Yeah. And I think I said Jesus Christ. And she was. No, we were eating Top Ramen. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't. It was was. crackers. No, it was. Yeah, what do you think you ate with Top Ramen? You always crinkled the crackers on top of the Top Ramen. I never did. No, we didn't crinkle it on top, but we had. I remember it was Top Ramen. Okay, okay. Well, I don't remember that. Salting crackers. Okay, so anywho. So I think I said Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we got pissed. Yeah, because she was very religious. Yeah, she said, don't take the Lord's name in vain. Yeah, so I said, or I think you said, sneezes Christ. Christ. Yeah. And I fucking spit crackers all on Robert's face. No, you spit on Drew. Was it really Drew? It was Drew Allen, yeah. Oh, dude, I think I just laugh so hard I don't care who it was I just you know fucking mm-hmm. just blue say, crackers yeah, out of my mouth we still say that today Jesus sneezes yeah or I just say you Jesus really? Christ yeah dude no. I just say Jesus Jesus Christ yeah but and also too I remember when um, the whole pandemic started and everybody was like very cautious you know and we're still I guess germ cautious but um, we were I was backing up in the car and I was looking over my right shoulder and Robert said something funny and then looked over and I, I like just spit, spit right in my face. <laughs> that's how it is with anything. She spits on everybody. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I kind of do. And yeah. then I got those mouth guard things because you know I had uh, my teeth were moving because of the stress. And so for and whenever I wear those uh, mouth guards at work, I seem to accumulate more spit than normal. Yeah, no, yeah, you so, start sounding like Sid the fucking sloth yeah. for my sake. <laughs> yeah, so I have a tendency to spit on Jennifer a lot for some reason. So she'll come in and I'll I'll like say something weird with an S and she'll back up two feet. Yeah, dude. Have you like, ever? Oh, sorry. No, it's like the, the, like the splash zone out. Yeah, you know? like Sea World. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen her take off the her mouth guard things? Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. She looks. Up, remember on um, one of the James Bond movies? I think it was Skyfall. Remember the bad guy? His who name was the, Jaws. Yeah, you know how he ate the cyanide capsule, but he didn't kill him, and so he took off like his jaw. Mom does the exact same thing. <laughs> No, oh yeah, and, yeah. Wait, and Skyfall. Yeah, the newest ones with Daniel Craig. Is his name Daniel Craig? Yeah, Dan- yeah. yeah, Daniel Craig. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So okay, so it's a really good one. But well, yeah, you so just the, ruined it for me. I ruined a part. So you the, so it the for guy, me. whatever, it doesn't matter. You've already <laughs> it's already ruined. It so we'll talk about. I'll it. watch it. So the guy, 
eats like a cyanide capsule and it doesn't kill him, but it like destroys his jaw and he has to like stick his hand in his mouth to take off his jaw. Mom does the exact same thing when she takes off her teeth, but she, but she never like takes off her teeth like in <laughs> private. It's always like, Hey, what are you doing? You're in your room. Okay. Let me come out. <laughs> so fucking she bad. sticks her hand in her mouth and takes off her teeth. And she's like, <laughs> and, and their teeth are never in. She never, she never puts it in a container, which is where it's supposed well, to. They're in she a container, wraps it in yeah. like in a, in a paper towel and leaves it in obscure places. Okay. So the counter so or the table or it, like literally anywhere than where it should be, which is like, should be like her bathroom. In counter. all fairness, I'll be in my bathroom with my teeth on my counter and Robert will come in and be like, Oh, there's your teeth again. Well, dude, cause, okay. Cause she talks, she has a conversation with me when she's facing into her closet and I'm in the other side of the house. <laughs> and then she gets mad at me for not, not listening to her, even though she's speaking into the wall. And so I'll come over. I'm like, mom, what did you say? And she's, it's usually something that I don't, you know, it's mom. So I get bored. And then, <laughs> and then she, he walks away mid sentence. Yeah. And then I just, yeah, I'm like, I'll just, I'll fill in the blanks. And so like I'll leave and then she gets mad. So I come back and I get bored and I just start touching things. And I always touch her teeth on accident. Yeah. You guys are so fucking weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I, I kind of agree with both of you. Yeah. Yes, that kinda, we are weird. Yeah. That kind of sounds like the time where, um, when I had a retainer, and like I would always fucking put it in either a napkin or something. Yeah. I think I left it so many places. How but many retainers did we have to buy? We only bought you one. one. Yeah, you yeah, somehow actually, you always managed to find it. Yeah, and every time with my braces, because um, I never put like the band aid. Never. The, 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 Ever. Because like, I don't know if they're like they were the rubber, the rubber bands. Yeah, the yeah. rubber bands. Yeah, because they were supposed to bring your teeth together faster. Yeah, fuck it. So like so they they hurt. So I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm not gonna fucking do this, dude. So I right. always just like. I would put one on the day that like in the car going to the orthodontist every single time. And then I get to the orthodontist and they're like, wow, you're doing really good with your rubber bands. I was like, I fucking know. No, no, no. Here's the thing. It's, I'd be like, Brandon, I, I paid a lot of money for these braces. Use your rubber bands. No, Brandon, we had those little itty bitty rubber bands around the house for a year. Brandon put on rubber bands. No, I'm like, okay, well, when we go to the orthodontist and he's going to tell you that you're not wearing your rubber bands and your teeth are not where they're supposed to be, that's on you. And every single time he's doing so good with his rubber bands. And I'm just like, I mean, look at his, look at his mug. I mean, look at his teeth. They're all straight. I yeah. know. Dude, I actually, so I went to a different dentist. It was about like a couple of years ago. And yeah. I went to a different dentist and they were like, your teeth are too straight. We're going to have to give you braces again. I was like, really? Fuck you. Yeah, dude. I was like, fuck you. How, why is that a thing? Why would your teeth be too straight? I don't know. Maybe because like the top teeth hit the bottom ones. Mm-hmm. And like, they, maybe they weren't aligning right or something. Well, I mean, they're See, I have, a, I have an underbite or an, <laughs> an overbite. It's when my, my bottom jaws like sticks out farther yeah, yeah, yeah. than my, you my got top a bulldog one. face. Yeah, my, well, yeah. You know, my aunt had that really bad. Thanks. <laughs> no, I mean, it runs in the family. So, like, genetically, everything yeah. that's wrong with me is mom's fault. <laughs> that makes Every, sense. Everything is on Barbie's side. Yeah. I remember this one time because I had asthma as a kid. And I remember very vividly when I had just, like, gotten my first inhaler. Yeah. And we were in the Costco parking lot. And I was having, like, an asthma attack. And I needed my inhaler. But um, I didn't know how to, like, use the inhaler. So, you have to push down and breathe in. But I, I was like five and like couldn't breathe. And so I was getting a little nervous. And so like I didn't know how to do it. And I remember sitting in the car with mom and mom yelling at me, just push down and breathe in. She was like, what do you do? You not know how to breathe? Blah, 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 blah. And I remember it, it took us like 30 minutes and like 40 puffs to like figure it out. Because after a while, I started getting stressed. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, she was stressful mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, to me, but it was like in all fairness, it's like, I mean, Yes, I probably could have come at it differently, but it was always like... Aggressive. Aggressive, yeah, because a lot of it was fear. A lot of it was I never had any extra money, and with every 
puff you just that. dollar sign. You're like, there's five bucks. There's five dollars. There's five dollars. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm bro- I'm blue. <laughs> I'm like one dollar, two fifty, five ninety nine. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Well, it's like that time. We're not eating because you're not breathing. Well, remember that time? It was like it was like third or fourth grade. So fucked. And I didn't do that. I had that assignment due. I remember that. It, she threw the book at me. Yes. Yeah, okay. Dude. But we've talked about this before, and it is so scarring in your memory, and it is just so one-sided. Mm. Because okay, that's the day. <laughs> that's the day that we went up to have that picnic um, with Barney, and we went up to that really cool place up in the mountains. Remember nope. where? Anyway, so that. we we where we had spent all day out and. We get home and it's like 7.30, 8 o'clock at night. And you're like, I have a book report due tomorrow. And I'm like, well, I guess we better sit down and do it. I don't know how. I'm not going to try. I'm this. I'm that. So, that doesn't sound like me at all. That sounds 100% like That does not sound like okay, me. The uh. thing is, is I, was, uh, I still remember. I'm like, yeah, you know what? We can do this, but we have to do this together. And you spent so much... Really, th- you think that's, that's how you co- yes. communicated that? You okay. think you communicated it smoothly and in a, <laughs> in a very calm manner? No. Okay. No. So, yeah, okay. Let's, call, let's call BS. Okay, you can call BS all you want, but I'm like, well, shit. Okay, let's get this done. And I still remember you... the. Again, and I love you dearly, Robert, but the only thing you would do was whine. And I'm like, stop fucking whining and let's do this together. So finally, I'm all like... Yes, I beat you with a book because it was. Yeah, she like, threw it. It's like it's like I midnight. Remember, I'm crying, I, and I'm I like, know, I got tears in my were, eyes. I'm trying to I'm trying to spill the word mountain. <laughs> yeah, dude. you were you were in a corner. I was right there. I was right <laughs> at the end of the table. I think I was watching like TV. Yeah, it was or something. when we were in the moldy yeah. house. No, was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, no, it was. Yes, yeah. it was. It yeah, was one of the big loft we had. No, it, it wasn't. Yes, we were at the. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't really. Remember I think I might have beaten him with a book more than once. Well, you also threw a fucking foot pencil at me that you got. Yeah, and look knots. at how good you duck these days. Yeah, my back was turned, woman. Do it's you really instincts. duck well, though? Oh, I'm a fucking ninja. Yeah. Hmm. He's always like randomly just ducks because he never knows if a pencil's coming at the back of his head. Well, that's true. You know, yes. But I mean, in all honesty, Robert, I could have definitely handled that situation better. There he goes. Thank you. But it only took 30 years. Yeah. But the whole thing is, is like, I just remember just reaching my, my boiling point because it was like, I just wanted to try to get through to you that if you just stopped, pan- I guess, you know, in looking at it now, you were, it was probably just the panic of not having your book report done was probably just super overwhelming for you. And no. you just didn't know how to convey it. No, I well, So back then I was. Okay. I, I'm trying to justify your super whininess and. God, First of all, I don't whine, and I think <laughs> I think that's a that's a that's a defamation of character. Okay, so what were you gonna say? What what, what was going through your head? I don't want to say it anymore. You hurt his feelings. You hurt my feelings. Okay, well, okay, How dare so you. so. <laughs> no, okay, I, I, I told her, but like back then, I would just put off everything. I I would procrastinate yeah, a lot, so and I'd be like, I know I have a book report due, but that's a tomorrow problem, and today it's about Pokemon. Right. And I totally get that. But when the, when it comes down to actually having to do the book report, I, it, it I, I'm thinking like that it was almost like you were so bummed that you didn't put, I, I'm just trying to figure no. out why you kind of shut down because that's really what that was. You were just kind of like sensory overload. I'm just going to be unable it to. It seem like that function. big of a deal at the time, I think. I don't know, but you made me so mad. I mean, I do that a lot though. You still you still procrastinate? No, I don't. 
It doesn't procrastinate once. I think you procrastinate a little. On what? Um, sometimes you, I mean, I don't want to say anything mean, but sometimes... You already <laughs> started it. Yeah, I mean, that cat's well, out of the bag. <laughs> well, I, sometimes I think that you... You call per- me whiny. Well, when you were younger. You said he's still whiny. You said him, yeah. No, I didn't say you were still whiny. I'm still kind of whiny, though. You're still very whiny. Yeah. No, sometimes I think that you do procrastinate a little bit, like... Um, because I mean, and I think maybe it's you're you're a little more proactive than what I think. But I'll be all like, "Hey, what about this? Like, like your trips to Africa?" Mm-hmm. I'll be like, "Hey, what about this? Have you done this?" And you'll just be like, "Hmm, no, no." And I think that secretly you are doing it. You just don't want to tell me. Yes and no. So yeah. So there's there's things that need to be done that I do, but also too, I mean, there's things that like don't need to be done right away, kind of stuff. And so like I used to be like that. Like for the Indonesia, I used to be like really like hurry up and wait kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, that's just kind of like, y- it doesn't really happen like that. And so like, you kind of just develop like that. Yeah, no, it'll, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Cause I know like, um, your last Africa trip, mm-hmm. I would be like, well, you know, have you looked into this or have you looked into that? And mm-hmm. you're like, no, no. And you know what? And to me, it was always like, it made me panic. Sure. So I just think I look at it as you procrastinating mm-hmm. instead of you having your shit together yeah it's more of like so, yeah like like i know like oh like obviously like last africa trip didn't work out super well because i had gotten the wrong covid test mm-hmm. but to be fair though they were like they changed their rules like it must have been like a week after i checked everything because mike and i looked and we could do the the antibody test that we got and then all of a sudden they're like no that's it right i just felt like i the last africa trip i felt like you know a lot of the stuff was pushed off to the Mm -hmm. last minute and it made it a little bit panicky when you were going uh yeah i mean but i'm not saying that that's the way you are anymore you know so yeah no it's just i mean and the thing is is i'm the biggest procrastinator out of all of you yeah you know and sometimes when i see you all procrastinating i get really like no don't do that because it's one of the the qualities in myself you do do that a lot sometimes like you'll be like hey don't forget to do that okay hey did you do that yet nope okay you should really do that well it's one of the things like um and it's one of the things that reminds me of my drinking days, mm. because when I would drink, I would push everything off because I just didn't have the only thing I wanted to do was drink. So for me, I still struggle with my own procrastination just because it's like sometimes I just put things off too long. And that's something that maybe I overreact with you guys because I don't want it to be something where, you know, your procrastination hurts th- things that you're doing in your life. It's possible. Yeah. Agree. You know, that's all I'm saying. On that. I used to procrastinate a lot. Yeah. You don't procrastinate as no, much no, as you used, to, you used to do it a lot. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like during the week and I have to clean. I'm mm-hmm. just like, hmm, that's a weekend thing. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, I think. But it gets done though. But it gets done. I mean, I'm just so fucking tired throughout the days that it's just like, yeah, I don't feel like doing anything. I and remember. Like, what's that? Sorry. I was like, and then get home and then I pretty much chill with Pam for a little bit. And then now I know it's like seven o'clock and I'm pretty much. Like eight, I start getting ready for bed, and then mm-hmm. nine, I'm just laying there. So yeah. It's like I really have no fucking. It's not that I don't have no time. I guess I can time manage a lot better than what I'm doing. But I think that's one of the reasons why I like um, probably overstep my bounds on when I'm always like bugging you guys to do stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just because I don't want. Th- that's what. That's the example that you all grew up with, and sometimes I can see you guys procrastinating, and it makes me sad that you know that you learn that trait from me. So, you know, that's fair. I understand where you're coming at. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense for you to feel like that. 
Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you are adults and we, and are. we have, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and it's, it's something that again, that in our journey, I'm trying to like not do as much, but I'm just saying when I do overreact or if I do ask you like three times, if you've done it, it's not because I don't think you're smart enough or an adult enough to do it. It's because I'm struggling with my own insecurities. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all that is. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? I said, remember when you were, when you were a kid? And I'd wake you up like school would be at like what like eight fifteen, yeah. And I wake you up at like seven thirty, and it would take you like thirty minutes to get out of bed, and it would yeah. take you thirty minutes to shower because you would sit down in the shower. I would sleep. Yeah, I'd fall asleep in the shower. And then you would wake up and you'd watch TV, and then I'd yep. be like, "Brian, we gotta go." And you would slowly get up and slowly walk towards because we lost a remote or something, and you would slowly get to like get up to the TV and press the, the power button, and your finger would always hover over the power button <laughs> to like watch every last second of TV you could. Yeah. Yeah, See, fucking... here's a cool thing, though, is now you were like, so not like that. I mean, at 430 in the morning, you're like, hey, you ready to go rock climbing? Yeah. It's kind of cool to see how it's like. <laughs> even even when we do go climb that like early, yeah. I set two alarms and one at four, one at 415. Typically, what would happen on a good day is I'd wake up at four. Typically, on a bad day, I'd sit there and I'd snooze it. Every really? single time I can, I'd be like, eight more minutes. See, mom eight does the minutes. same thing. I can't snooze. Eight more minutes. I yeah. can, dude. I, just, oh, yeah. I can't. Some days are harder for me to get up and start doing everything. Yeah. But it's more like I get up, snooze it, eight more minutes, and then I wait until it bugs me enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just get up. That's so wild. Yeah. See, when I wake up, I wake up like somebody who's been like frozen in time <laughs> for a very long amount. And then you wake up like, <gasps> and I kind of like, I'm wide awake. I can't, yeah. I couldn't even close my eyes if I tried. Oh yeah, no snooze. Snoozing is a, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Blessing and a curse. Yeah. Nope. I've never. I don't think I've ever. I don't even know where my snooze button is on my phone. See, no, because as you were t- just talking right there, Brendan, it got me to thinking that, like, when you were younger and you would sleep and it was really hard for you to wake up. I wonder if that was kind of like, almost like a depression coping mechanism. Yeah. Because I know Barbu was a sleeper. Because I mean, she would be like. I, I, we couldn't wake her up before we went to school if we tried. Well, I also had insomnia. Yeah, yeah Brandon didn't fall asleep for a long time. Yeah. yeah, so it's like waking up at whatever time I did or waking up at four. I'm just like, well, fuck, dude. Like, I only got a few hours of sleep. Because, yeah. like, I mean, even when we do wake up at 4.30 and to go to, like, the gym, mm-hmm. I usually go to bed by 11 or 12. So that's four hours of sleep. So I'm not getting, like, the recommended, mm-hmm. you know, either six, seven, or eight hours of sleep. I know it's, like, seven See, to I haven't, I haven't had more than six hours of sleep in, like, 10 years. Yeah, dude. I always either get, like, four or five. Like, that's just how, you know. I'm, I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there that can actually get up and do There's actually really, shit. there's a, from what I understand, there's a small a study done there's a very small amount of percentage of people who can actually like function well with four hours of sleep. Everybody needs mm-hmm. like seven or eight. Well, I mean, once I get up and going, I'm, I'm solid, you know, but like getting up is the fucking tricky thing. Yeah. I think I get anywhere between like, I mean, some nights I can get like maybe four or five and, but for the most part, I think I'm like at six or seven hours. Yeah. Easy there. Yeah. Show off. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause you go to bed at what, like 11. Yeah. But I go to bed at 11, but I can't actually fall asleep until about, I'd say 1130. Mm-hmm. And then my alarm is set for 530. So, but, and I don't wake up at 530. Okay. I, yeah. I do my snooze until about six. six, you know, but I mean, that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, um, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll wake up with my alarm, but I'm, my little body's telling me, um, Thank you, Brandon. Okay. But my body's all like, yeah, no, you need a little bit more rest than that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us to my 
favorite part of our podcast, something good that happened to us this week. Ah, do you want to go first, Brandon? I will go first. Okay. Because I had something happen to me, um, was the last week, and it was kind of a weird and good experience at the same time, because I now know I don't fit in with regular society people, because I always thought that I was just like, oh, cool, I don't fit in with anybody, which I don't really give a shit about fitting in. What made you think that, though? Um, what happened at that incident with those people in that time next to the pizza place? No, no. I'm, I'm saying what made you think that you could never fit into society? Oh, just because like, I knew I was always, you know, just different in a certain kind of like mind, um, mind space in a sense. Like I know I don't really fit in with normal society cause like I really don't give a shit about normal society. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but like. That's just me personally. I mean, like, I love people and I'll do anything for people. But at the same time, like, I'm not one of those normalized people, I guess. So I, I kind of like, um, it was kind of a, like a really cool eye opener in a sense. You know, like, um, I fit in with a certain group of people. Well, but I that, don't even that think group it's... of people isn't just normal people, if that makes sense. But I don't even think it's about fitting in. I just think it's, it's not about fitting yeah, in. but you have, you know, you don't look like. It's more about your appearance and you, I mean, and how I you carry. a jacket on. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's just how you carry yourself. You carry yourself not like, you know, like a preppy banker, I guess. Okay. That's like the perfect way to put it for society is like, yeah. I'm not like a, like a normal looking. See, I don't, yeah. And but, I, okay. So like, I have a problem with that because you look incredibly normal to me. Yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't have like no, no, eight no. arms or you're not nine feet tall no and i get that but like on a different in a different world in society i look like that different world so i get what he's saying it's like me walking into a a bridal shower with people who are they live in such a different reality than i do Uh, it's really hard for me to fit in with these people because it's like I don't fit into their cookie cutter life. Yeah, but that doesn't make you abnormal. No, no, right? no, no, and no. That doesn't no. make them normal. No, though. no, that's what I'm saying. But like, to my perspective, mm-hmm. like, I don't. Do you feel like the black sheep? Exactly. Okay. So like, that's a perfect way to put it because I really didn't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. But it's more like I feel like a black sheep to the society of people. So it's like I kind of fit in with those other black sheeps. Mm-hmm. And so it was just kind of like a cool little. I mean, not like an eye opener, but it was just like, oh, cool, you know. Like I definitely fit in with a certain group of people, sure, which is a lot better than like the normal like. Um, See, I, I guess, always cookie cutter yeah, society yeah I always kind of look at it this way. Society sometimes is like a, a herd of cows. You know what? They're all kind of mooing and they're all kind of going in the same direction and they're all going, you know, they just follow each other blindly. Yeah. And we're that one cow. It's like, no, I don't want to go this way. I want to go over to that grassy field and eat over there. Yeah. I'm the one wiggling you, going the other way. You're the one wiggling going the other way. So that makes all the other cows uncomfortable because they're not comfortable enough to go the other way also yeah so i fit in with the other wiggling cows yes yeah no you, that, that's a good way you're the wiggliest cow i, I am the wiggliest yeah, cow so and it's a really it's very um freeing when you're finally are like you know what i'm not one cow that doesn't want to be in a herd yeah. i'm going to be my own cow and it's a very freeing thought yeah because it's yeah i mean i always knew that i always like not stood out, but just like I never was a part of that. And I never wanted to be because I mm-hmm. like being my own person. And I like carrying myself a certain way. Right. But it was just crazy to think that like with that, with whatever happened, it was just, it kind of like solidified it. 
And I was just like, okay, yeah, no, I do. I am a definitely a wiggler. Yeah. But do you... I Shaking mean, my rump. <laughs> Shaking my udders. But that's just the thing is, it's like... Now, Robert, let me ask you this. I mean, do you think that you're a wiggly cow? No. I have no idea. No. <laughs> I don't want to wiggle. See, because I think that you stand out in a different way. Yeah, I do whatever I want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, with that said, you know, you know, you don't fit in with the other cows. Well, I don't, but I, I, so I guess here's what I have problem is that like, what are these cows doing that I wouldn't be a part of? You know, because I pay my taxes. Underworld shit. I don't look, <laughs> I don't look abnormal. No, but you look like a normal person in a sense. Yeah, but you definitely go against, I mean, it's it's more about like society and it's more think, about like, I think what it is, and, what society think, considers normal. I think what I'm having a trouble understanding is because you guys are like, oh, I'm not normal. I don't fit in. But like, I think maybe I just don't have a big enough grasp because I don't do the corporate grind or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know where you, where this is considered abnormal or normal. Well, Okay, well, the thing is, like, like, the, more, like this doesn't, like, it's you're like, ah, oh, like, I don't fit in anywhere. But no, like, no, 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 like no, no, fits in pretty well. Okay, no, so no, no, for no, no. example, See, okay, look it, no, I mean, I do, I do mesh with a lot of people. Like, yeah. I'm really good with the people. Like, I'm a people person. Like, you know, I can, mm-hmm. fit, I can make myself fit anywhere I want to if I wanted to. Sure. But with my thing is, I'm more. No, I wouldn't say underworldish, but like. The grimier people. That's well, where the, like the, I fit the in thing with. is not grimy people. There's nothing wrong with it, but that's what I'm saying. It's just like not. But you have it, and it's not even so much like grimy or anything like that. It's you, the the life journey that you have led. You have been in situations kind of like kind of like a Papa vibe, where it's like you've seen some shit, you've experienced some stuff, so you kind of have that aura about you of where it's like you're like, yeah, I, I've seen some shit. So that's how you carry yourself. So, you know. Wiggly. 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 But like I'm saying, that doesn't seem like unnormal to me. But I mean, with the situation that happened, would that be a normal situation to you? Yeah, I get. Yeah, it's happened to me before. Not to that extent. And you were, I mean, and you were completely fine. I was really drunk at the time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't drunk. Yeah. This was a normalized event that always happened. Like I saw it on the daily. That's happened to you before? Not some random people coming up to me, but I've seen shit like that happen all the time. So it's just like, I was at certain places and that shit would happen. Mm-hmm. And I was at certain places and then that shit would happen. So it's just like, I've seen it multiple occasions and not just once when I was drunk. Because when you're drunk, you're kind of like, you're out of your mind and like, you're not really in what's really happening. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. So yeah. I think, and that I'm not saying that there was like, I mean, cause if, if you did go through the same thing, then no, you I really, I mean, I, I, that part doesn't bother me. I'm just, I'm still saying that like, you guys are like, I don't fit in. I don't fit in. Let me just put it in more of a normal context. So I'm, I want to go get a pedicure or manicure. Sure. Right? I, and I walk into a, oh my, I have to wear this jacket because you turn the fucking fan I'll on turn the fan and then all of a sudden you're like, just put it on your jacket. And then all of a sudden the little baby gets cold and all of a sudden the world's got to stop. You know, he heats up when he eats. Oh my God. His little tummy needs to digest the food. So he like, 
Yeah, the brand of your little tummy. My little tummy has to digest my food, and then I become a cool little heater now. Not okay. a heat heater. Oh, my God. You do, I, like, I noticed how you had no qualms with Brandon turning off the fan and putting a jacket on. Yeah. I got a little cold. I turned the fan off, and all of a sudden, it was like the French Revolution again. I was like Marie Antoinette, and you're like, fuck the bitch. Let's go guillotine her. <laughs> and I'm over here like, okay, I guess I'll fucking layer because apparently baby can't be cold. I, I would rather have hot. you put on a jacket than watch him sweat. Wow. You heard it first. I don't sweat that much. You're a, <laughs> Dude, you're, you're, you're... It's not that you sweat. You just get like irrationally you're hot. TikTok and then I get nickname, upset. Your TikTok nickname is sweaty. I understand People this. know you, do, you yes, by that. You don't like perspirate, but you get damp. Yes, that's true. And then yeah. I get upset because I'm like, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And then like now I'm already hot again. Oh my God. And I just put on a jacket. Yeah, well, take the jacket off. Don't turn the fan on. But it's hot. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay, so let's go back to... The, uh, like a more normal context. Okay. So I go to go get a manicure pedicure. Dude, I'm telling you, this is just how my body goes. You were like, okay, we're gonna let you two. You were like having these hot flashes, out. and you're like hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. I cold. have a wiener, and I have hot flashes. It doesn't make <laughs> I sense. Gonna, I was gonna say, as a woman in her late fifties, leave the hot flashes alone. You think I'm this way? Fix your microphone. There you go. All right, so let's get back to this conversation. So what Brandon is saying, it, in a normal context, let's just put it this way. So I go to go get a pedicure, manicure, whatever. Sure. And I walk into a nail salon and it is packed full of, you know, women of all ages. Or men. Or men. Yeah, and, or men. Or men, whatever. Or men. And Can we just, can you, can you just walk into a fully male Nail salon. I would love to. I would probably fit in more. You know how cool that would be? Like, I see. I, mean, I don't... I fucking loathe getting my feet touched. Same here. And so getting one of the manicure things would be... Well, manicure is a hand. It's weird that you knew that. Yeah, well, manicure, I pedicure. Girls. Pe- I know like, where the fucking shit is. What are you implying? <laughs> okay, that was a fucking slam. Can I finish my... Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that you haven't no, dated girl. No, no, please. You just haven't paid enough attention to the girl. That's just like, oh. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> Great. I think that was worse. I'm digging myself um, a hole and I'm just going to stop talking. Oh, yeah. You're yes. the one that's that's got the hole dug. I'm over here. Apparently, I don't date any woman. And the women I date, I don't pay attention to. <laughs> <laughs> that was just me saying it. I never said that you said it. Hmm. Anywho, no, continue before Brandon totally I, you destroyed know what? me I, as a character. I, I, <laughs> I think that we just need to move on to maybe another subject. But I'm just... Okay, really quick. It's like me walking into a, a place to get a pedicure. I mean nine times out of 10, it's like the people just stop and they turn around and they stare. And because I look differently and I know I look different. I have made it my life's journey to look different. So yeah, I don't fit in with what society calls normal, sure. but it's my normal and I like who I am. And I'm not, yeah. but, so then where's the problem though? There is, no, there problem. is no problem. There is no, there is no problem with like not trying to fit in. Cause as long as like you're yourself, that's mm-hmm. all that matters. I think and it I was mean, more of a realization for a Brandon and not really a problem. I no, mean, not you, at all. You, it and should happen a lot. But you have to understand we work in a corporate um, setting. But we we're work, not there. <laughs> we, but where I'm saying it's like even, you know, Brandon, we'll walk up to the front and people are not expecting for us to look the way they are. No. They have literally, I've had people literally be like, you're nothing that I expected you to look like. Sure. And so to me, it's like that just becomes a part of who I am. Okay. It's, it's more like um, expect the unexpected in a sense of just like the way that we come off. That That's just more of it. Like, I don't really give a shit. I like, you know, of fitting in. I mean, I'm a big people person. Like I said, you know, yeah. I, I can, I can fit in with anybody, but the, I choose 
to fit in with whoever I'm comfortable with. So you what know? you're saying, for, for, so for what, just so I can grasp, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are saying that you don't fit on the quote unquote normal. What a normal person who would be in your type of career path would look like, or just in general. Okay. Because Robert, you have, I mean, your tattoos, you have tattoos, but they're not super visible. Sure. You know what? So, and you dress very nicely, yes. and mm-hmm. you have a tendency to, you know, people look at you and they they automatically assume, oh, what a nice, you know, clean cut looking young man that is. Sure. You know what? Because you carry yourself very well. You carry well. yourself very Stop. well. Stop. But you <laughs> keep, do. You no, carry, keep going. You carry yourself in a sense of a like. more. <laughs> I'm almost there. Let's go. No, let's go back to you guys where you guys were complimenting me. Keep doing. <laughs> so anyway, you carry You're yourself handsome. in a. Thank you me. carry yourself in a way. Uh, you carry yourself differently than the way Brandon carries. But that himself. doesn't mean I still don't get looks. I mean, people look at me all the time. Yeah. I mean, people. People literally will stop me and try to talk to me about stuff. Dude, every time I'm fucking in the bathroom, mm-hmm. this is probably too a little bit TMI, but I don't care. Every time mm-hmm. I'm in the bathroom, I see you. I know. Okay. See what you're doing. Weird Thank you. thing to talk about. Wait, you see mom in the bathroom? <laughs> no, no, no. She was like, <laughs> oh, because yeah. Always- so I was in the bathroom. <laughs> my pants are down and I see mom. No, because okay. again. So, okay, so I, uh, then that would make more sense why well, you guys don't fit in the society because y'all are using the same bathroom. And I would be perfectly fault. fine with that. Mom, no, would, and I mom love- would be like, yeah, I have to go to the bathroom. You want to come, Brandon? And Brandon's like, sure. And I would be perfectly fine with that. What? No. Yeah, no, what? I'm not. I'm your, I'm your mom. So I don't no. care. Yeah, that doesn't you make it to, okay. You get the to reason t- why okay, I'm you, so far away is because I spike the mic because I get really... Yeah, Brandon gets very excited. Yes, I know. Vocal pitches are through the roof. Your microphone was pointing at your ear. Well, I hope it hears and me. And you have been, you've been checking your phone, you will talk, and then you turn your phone, you turn your mouth away. I haven't been checking my yes, phone. Yes, you have. Oh, yeah, like, no, I haven't. Like, literally, you guys are like fucking, 30 times. You guys, no, I did not. Yes, you did. When? I checked it what do you mean, once. Wait, okay, so, okay, so I this, pod, once, if this podcast is, if this podcast is an hour and a half, let's just assume it's an hour and a half long. Every 10 seconds, one, check. Fine, then, you know what? Just to let you guys... You know, stop bitching at me. It's going in my pocket. Oh, See, man. I don't put my phone anywhere near her because... Oh, look at you, high horse. <laughs> How is it? Is <laughs> it are you, go, so you we're in the, the bathroom together. Huh? You have the itch? You want to check it? No, I don't want to check it because uh-huh. I'm going to okay, make we're a in point. The ba- we're in the bathroom and whatever. No, you guys, I'm in the so, bathroom. Yeah, go back to where you guys are in the bathroom No, together. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> and this happened every single fucking time. See, I moved back because I pitched the mic really loud because That's I get fine. really loud. So... Every time. Oh my God. <laughs> just talk fucking normal. I am talking normal. <laughs> no, you just screamed and now you're whispering. No, I'm not. Oh my God. Okay, so we're in the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. See, with mom. I pitch it. So I'm in the bathroom okay. with no, by myself okay. in the men's bathroom. Then where the hell's mom? I, she's, I hopefully <laughs> not in there. I told him that I would go to the bathroom with him and stand, watch outside the door and make sure Just people can't go in. Let me Remember how long this. it used to take you to poop at the office? <laughs> yes, dude. It would take me forever. You know what's funny? So can you finish your story? God damn it. <laughs> so <laughs> I fucking hate you both. You know what's funny? I'm going to tell a different story now because fuck you yeah. and fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> I already know the story. No, different story. So there was a story when I was used to be at Palomis Resort. Mm-hmm. I took my lunch and I went home. And that's a 30 minute, well, it's like a 15 minute drive because yes, I had to poop. Um, yes. So I didn't want to poop at work. So I drove home, pooped, got back and I was late. You were irrational every single time. Too. I don't care. You dude. were like so stressed and upset. Because it was like, I had to go it was like legitimately like maybe 20 miles to yes. go home and poop. And I did yeah. Which so is anyways, crazy because Paula Mesa has some really nice bathrooms. They have two very, doors to get in to get to the bathroom. Found, no, like, you could have found to like, back. You could have found some obscure. You, you know what? It's you could. I don't gone, poop in public. I was gonna say you could have gone out to the mm. golf course. It's okay. Holy. Did I tell you? Um, I met. Let with, me finish the story. Stop! Don't pound on it. God damn it! 
Out of everything that you do, this is the most annoyingly loud pitch thing. That is the worst. And? Oh, my God. Finish your story. Thank you. So, so go back to where you were pounding on things and checking your phone. I'm going to forget that you even <laughs> said that. So, anyways... Um, I completely forgot. Nope, found it. Oh, people so, talking about people no, talking Okay, so every time I'm in the bathroom, there's always somebody who fucking talks to me with my dick out. And it's like almost every single time. Like I'm Maybe. Peeing, I'm peeing in the stall. Yeah. And everybody comes to the stall right next to me. It should be six fucking feet apart, but nobody fucking follows that. And there's one person. What are you in, talking about the stall? The well, stall? No, like the urinals. Okay, the urinals. Uh, well, like so the, the stall I'm, is the one I'm, with I'm the stall is where you go down and where it's, a, it's got the actual toilet. Well, I don't care. So the urinal... <laughs> Thank you. Urinal, I start pee-peeing. Okay. And then every time I start pee-peeing, someone fucking comes right next to me and they start talking to me like, oh, it's a beautiful day. I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself. I'm taking a piss. Mm-hmm. Like, don't talk to me with my dick in my Maybe hands. Maybe I'll get you a t-shirt and on the back of your shirt, it will say, please don't speak to me while my penis is in my hand. Maybe your wiener is just a conversation starter. Maybe you have it's a friendly looking wiener. Yeah, maybe you have a friendly looking wiener. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> okay. So I'm, anyways, I'm, what's good with you guys this week? Because yeah. I'm tired of talking about my dick. <laughs> Robert, I think you're up because I don't want to follow Brandon's dick. Well, okay, so. (laughs) I hate you guys so much. (laughs) Fat enough he makes me go to the bathroom with him. I didn't say that. Can we just stop talking about my wiener? I don't want my mom talking about my wiener, dude. Okay, Robert, you're But that doesn't matter. Stop talking about my friendly looking dick. (laughs) Okay, all right. Okay. So. I don't even know. I don't even. We're just talking we're about, talking about something good, good that happened. Um, to you okay, so I met with because um, Lauren's going to come with me in Africa. Yep. So I met with her um, and Mike this Thursday. <laughs> what, Mister Paradog? Yeah. Did Mom tell you about <laughs> yeah. that? My nickname. Yeah. yeah. I told her about my poop story, yeah, and then yeah, she, yeah. she nicknamed me Prairie Dog. Yeah, yeah. And Mike fell out of his chair because he was laughing so hard. Yeah. 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 I, hate that. I hate that nickname. Okay, you have to. Okay, for everybody who doesn't know the story, you have I to was in give them a background. We got in okay. a car accident. Yes. So Lauren is. Okay, go ahead. So. Yeah. I was like, let the man just speak his story. You weren't there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so Robert was in Africa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just let the man speak his story. Now I can see why you got upset. And you're like, I was in the bathroom. I was like, yeah, we were in the bathroom. And you were like, no. Yeah, okay, so like, you were in Africa. Thank you. Yes. So I was in Africa by myself. No, Mike was there. I know, but without you. Because I was in Africa, <laughs> momless. That's because I was in the bathroom with Brandon. Yeah, because you were busy in the bathroom with Brandon. So I got in a car accident. We, we drove. We ran into a cow. A cow um, totaled the car. Glasses everywhere. Cow's not doing super hot. Um, you know, we're waiting for the police officers and the coach show trucks. And it's a huge deal. There's a lot of people. Anyway, long story short, I really have to poop. Well, um, word got out that I really had to poop. And so everybody thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And... So I t- for some reason, Mike brought up that story and told Lauren. So Lauren, t- Mike told Lauren the, the poop story. And I was also like, had brought it up that, you know, when you're in Africa, everybody gets nicknames. And she was like, well, what's your nickname? Prairie dog. And Mike spit out his sushi and fell on the ground. He was laughing so hard. And I was like, yo, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I mean, it's good. It's good. But it hurts my feelings. Um, but I think it's a cute name because you know what? A prairie dog is very alert. It's also coming out of his ass. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like I am not the prairie but dog in this saying, in this nickname if, if scenario. People, if people don't know the backstory of the poop story, they're going to be like, "Oh, he's just a little prairie dog. Look, he's looking out for." Okay, but like, okay, so like, the prairie. I don't think there's prairie dogs in Africa. So people are going to say, <laughs> people are going to who are in Africa are going to be like, "Well, what's a prairie dog?" Okay, and then, then Mike's going to have to retell that fucking poop story again. And I swear to God, I can't get out of okay, it. Okay, what's the little cute thing in Africa that a meerkat? Pops up? Yeah, so just be like when you're in Africa, be be the meerkat. We can't just change your nickname. Yeah, 
Okay. I'm just but anyway, I got to meet with Lauren. She's going to be coming with me in Africa to kind of like learn how to, to video, you know, do videography and cinematography and things like that. And uh, it'd be really fun having a, another person come out and record. Mm-hmm. That's um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well, mine has nothing to do with going to the bathroom, but it, <laughs> you can shake your head all you want. Okay. So the really cool thing that happened to me this week so was. The really cool thing that happened to us this week. All of us. Yeah. What? Because we were there. We were there. Oh, yes, you were. You're always in my heart. Ugh. See, Fuck off. <laughs> see, the thing is, is like that has no um, effect on me because I wish you were with me all the time. So, I tell you what happened today. That's why I moved. No, down. I walked oh. by, dude. I walked. I went to go get deodorant, and so I came home. I put my keys on the counter, and then I kind of walked to the computer room. So as I'm walking by, mom goes, "You okay? Everything all right?" Yeah, mom, just walking. Well, you made a weird noise. I'm just walking. And then, and then even Liberty, who's deaf, was like, "Yo, mom, is he okay?" So I only asked because Liberty was wondering. I don't know. She's kind of asleep right now. I don't think she gives a shit. Well, she did earlier. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the really cool thing that happened to me this week is. Um, when Barbu passed away, she, um, Jim had uh, Jim as our was the our preacher had asked me to basically just send him um, my version of my mom, you know, like things about it. And I wrote, I thought, I wrote a really beautiful email about my mom and he actually I didn't know he was going to do that but he read it at her funeral. Mm-hmm. Well, I never saved that email and um, I found it. I found it five years. Where did you find it? It was in my sent emails because on my laptop, um, I'm always struggling for space on my laptop and my mail takes up the majority of it. So I was going to clear out my, my sent box and then I didn't realize how far back it went. And then right before I was almost hit the trash button, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I've had this email forever. I have all these sent emails and I searched it and I found the email that I had sent Jim. So I now have the, um, the email with my mom's eulogy and it was really cool because I mean, I wrote this like maybe just a couple of days after she passed away. So everything was real, just honest and fresh. Mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful email and it was a beautiful memory of my mom. And I'm really glad that I found it. And it made me, it it made me really happy. Well, you should like print it out and save it then. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, I yeah. did. And I, it's in the little box with um, some other stuff of hers. Cool. Because it so. was five years on the 19th of this yeah. month. Yeah. And I yeah. found the email the day after she passed away. Mm-hmm. Was it the 19th? Yeah. It was the 19th. Yeah. yeah. I checked my arm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, checked I my arm. Mine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was basically five years ago, almost to the day that I wrote the email, I found it. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And it just, you know, it just, again, it was something that was always in the back of my mind that I was always kind of bummed that I didn't save it. But, you know, when you lose somebody in your morning, you don't really think of these things. And then after I thought about it, I thought it was too late. Mm. So. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. And you, you got up and spoke. Yeah. You always, you you, you know, Every the, single time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, for Papa and Barbu. And you, you always had the most beautiful eulogies. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Well, somebody had to say something, you know, so. Yeah, we're glad it was you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I probably, I mean, when Papa passed away, I was just like, yeah, no, I, I Barbu didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably would have, but um, I don't think anybody could have done it better than you. Well, thank you. Yeah, because when we came back after Papa's funeral, because mm-hmm. uh, I was 19 at the time. Yeah. And I think we just grabbed some Budweiser's out of his refrigerator yeah. and started drinking. And then... Yeah. Yeah. And then Barbu. Yeah. You know what? And that was a difficult time. And and I stopped drinking 
I don't know, a couple of years after he passed away. And um, I think he would definitely have been proud of the fact that I pulled my head out of my ass. Yeah. You know, but I still remember it's like after his eulogy, just sitting in the garage drinking his Budweiser and Mm -hmm. the neighbors came and, you know, and we all got to share stories about him. And that was that was cool. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was always. And that's what was cool about Papa is he was always the same person he was to no matter who you were. But that's just the thing. It's it's like in the email that I read about Barbu, that was one of the things that I had mentioned because and one of the biggest lessons I learned from both apparently my mom and my dad was just to be true to who you are. Yeah. Because you know how Barbu was always very sharp witted and very, um, she just spoke her mind regardless. Mm-hmm. And that last month that she was in the hospital and she was in pain, she was passing away and, but she never wavered who she was. I mean, mm-hmm. she never changed her personality. She didn't have any energy to, if she was having like any sort of facade in life, at that point, she had no energy to keep that facade up. So, and it was really beautiful to see her being the same person in that situation that she was in life. And to me, that was probably the biggest takeaway to always just be so, be true to yourself and don't try to, don't try to put up a, a persona of what you think other people want you to be. Just be true to yourself, whatever, whatever that former fashion is. Yeah. I think that's all, you know, and, and it was really, you know, a lot of people, I think back on like, you know, the months that we spent with her and, you know, being there for her and all her, you know, taking care of her. But I think I learned more from my mom in those couple of months than I did probably, you know, good portion of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Just sitting well, like there. learned like what though? Well, I mean, it's like we would be just sitting there and, you know, we had so many trips to the emergency room and we mm-hmm. always were just sitting there in the room. And at that point, we would have like really just open conversations with each other, you know, about like maybe things that um, happened in life or, you know, I think that she, I mean, she knew that she was wearing down. Mm -hmm. So I think she kind of took that opportunity to just kind of be like, hey, you know, this is, these are the things I want to make sure that, that I have instilled in you kind of thing. Okay. So... But yeah, no, it just, and you know, it was more of like not just watching her interact with people, even when she was passing away. Yeah. You know, always having that personality and just, and always just being fucking classy. You know, she was never bitchy. She never complained. She was always complimentary. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I'm in pain and I know you're trying, but, you know, it was just really cool to watch. Yeah. You know, and I still remember it. And I don't wear heels as much as I did then, but I always wore like, you know, heels or boots. And one of the things I always remember is she'd be like, I heard the elevator open and she goes, and I could hear your boots walking down the hall. That's cool. And she'd be like, she goes, I always knew it was you because the nurses would go running. And I was always the, um, I was always her voice. I was always her advocate. You were the only one, mm-hmm. you know, cause Papa wasn't there and Auntie Vicky, you know, was gone and yeah. So I had to speak for her and you know what? And it was my job to make sure I always looked at it. Like how would she be looking out for me if it were the other way around? Mm -hmm. And she would have been fiercely protective and nothing. She wouldn't have taken no for an answer. And so that's what I, I chose to do for her. Yeah. You know, and I was always very polite to the nurses because I know that they were always, um, 
you know, it's a hard job, but I also made sure that they knew that there were certain things that were never going to happen. You know, after her back surgery, I went in there and she had um, pooped and they hadn't cleaned her very well. And, um, so I just took the nurse aside and I'm like, you know, if I ever come back and Mm -hmm. if I ever find shit on my mother again, it's going to be a really bad day. So I suggest that never happens again. And I swear to you, it never happened again. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like you just don't want to see your mom sitting there with shit on them. Yeah. It's like they're not a baby. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's also, I mean, and it, it's it's definitely a hard job because mm-hmm. of that aspect of it. But at the same token, it's just like, dude, you got to show them how you want your sure. own mom to be. You got to remember too that they're, I mean, obviously that they're usually not staffed. You, you know, there's a lot going on. There's stressful oh, yeah. times and things like oh, that. Yeah. So I'm sure like naturally they probably just overlooked it or maybe they just were like, okay, they had so many things on their mind and they probably you know, didn't do a thorough job, but like I, to mom's credit though, it's, it's really nice to see you like, you know, standing up for your grandma. And it's not like they, the nursing staff there was, was and really, that's really why professional. I that's why I was never, yeah. I was never mean and I never yelled, mm-hmm. yeah. but I made it very clear that I had certain expectations of what kind of care I wanted my mother yeah. to have. Yeah. Cause I was very pleased that how the nurses took care this of her. This was when she was in, this, yeah, this yeah. was when she was in Fallbrook. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So okay. this, okay. this See, I thought this is the one on 79. Oh, no, no, The one, no, on, no. The one no. on 79 was really, they were, really, really They were really absolutely godsends because, yeah. you know, the whole backstory to that was his Barbu was passing away and, and she knew she was passing away. She didn't want to die at home. Mm-hmm. And I did not want her dying in a convalescent home because I just, that's not what I wanted. Yeah. And, but she had, um, she had MRSA and so they couldn't put her, you know, in anyway, long story short, the insurance was trying to kick her out of the hospital. Yeah. Barbu was trying to die. Yeah. And I was fighting the insurance company and the nurses were like, yeah, we just won't answer the phone. If, you know, if the discharge people call, we just will be busy. Yeah. You know, so they, they understood. And, you know, it, it was just, I was really, I was just really glad that I was able to be there in that form and fashion for Barbu that I was able to make sure she got, she died where she wanted yeah. to die. I mean, you were there so much. You knew the codes. They'd be oh, like, yeah. we have a code yellow. And mom be like, someone just had a seizure or a heart attack or we have a code. Mm-hmm. We have a code, um, um, code blue. blue. Yeah. Mom would be like, dying. Oh, someone's, uh, yeah. Someone's heart mm-hmm. is about ready to give out or yeah. you know, just things like that. She knew, she knew every single code. She was yeah. there for so long. And I knew what floor and I knew where the, and I, and I would listen to the codes and I would know where, you know, if it was on the same floor that we were on, I would know that the nurses would be busy for a certain mm-hmm. amount of time. And, you know, whatever, if I could help Barbu with whatever needed to be helped, I would try to always be accommodating that way. And, but yeah, no. And then it was just, it's like when she had to spend that short time at a convalescent home. Yeah. She fucking hated it. She hated it there. But I was there every single day. Yeah. And I remember the nurse um, looked at me one time and she's like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Why are you here again? And I just looked at her and I'm like, as long as she's here, I'm here. So just know that. And it got to the point where all like the other older people, they'd hear me come and walking down the hall and they'd be like, can you help me? Yeah. And I'd be like, I can, let me see what I can do, you know, but I'm going to take care of my mom first. Yeah. And it was the same thing there too. It's like, you know, she had some bed sores and I'm like, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. You know? And they'd be like, oh, her again. And I'm like, yep, me again. Yeah. You know, squeaky wheel gets the grease, dude. Oh, yeah. No. And one time Barbu was um, having something and she was trying to call the nurse. She couldn't get them to come to her. So she called me. Yeah. So I get on the phone and I'm like, I'm approximately 15 minutes away. And my mother's been trying to call you. And if I get there before you take care of her, you know, you already know what's going to happen. And, you know, and they took care of her. But that's just shitty. Mm -hmm. 
you know it's almost like i mean and i can't really speak for him but like it's almost like treating them just like straight shit like you're just like oh cool you know they're gonna die so it's just like uh you know what it's really hard obviously you can't speak for him because we're not we're not in the medical field and you know especially now i think a lot of people in the front line you know like on What's it called? Um, well, it, yeah, right the, the there's a big lines. difference between like a nurse in a hospital mm-hmm. and then a nurse at a at a um, facility like mm-hmm. a, a, a care home. Um, I mean, not that they're not they their workload is so insane. Yeah, you That's know, the and the thing is, it's like it's like one nurse for. 50 people yeah one nurse can only do so do you know much nurses are getting paid like not like i think it's like 50 or 60k a month now because they're so overworked and understaffed everybody's quitting because they they're, get, they're getting be. burnt out yeah they're getting they're getting offered like huge sums of money mm-hmm. they're like please just stay we'll give you anything you want I, but i mean like i would be so i'd be so yeah. burnt out dude i mean just the amount of sheer chaos that you see mm-hmm. all day long like i mean yeah that'll yeah, push and the thing away. is is like you know what in like my talking to the nurses this was never because um, you never said anything like out of spite or out of malicious intent no 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 and this is putting the fucking jacket back on up. and this is just because again over understaffing yeah and then the barbu had to go wherever her insurance company told her she had to mm-hmm. go you know and that just always pissed me off too but again you know what i couldn't be more pleased with um the way that we were we helped her um in her final days yeah. you know i remember you having to come over just let him put his jacket on I was gonna say, how's the jacket is it warm oh, it's nice Are and you cozy comfy? now oh yeah okay oh, yeah, I am. yeah fuck off yeah. So anyway. fuck your deep size. Yeah, I know. So, it's like I don't understand why his putting on his because gear. because this is how it is. It's always you two versus me. <laughs> oh shut it up! It is always you two versus me. Hush. Well, you know what? If you would just get on the bandwagon and be a little bit weirder, you would uh, not be normie. I was gonna say yeah. if well if I let mom go to the bathroom with me, maybe I can wear a jacket. She didn't even go to the bathroom with me. <laughs> Every time I went to the bathroom by myself, okay. like a grown man. So I'm just going to give you all just a little, little reality check. During Barbu's final days, I had to help her bathe, mm-hmm. go to the bathroom, do all of the above. Which so is why Brandon's going to do that to you. <laughs> it, we're rock, paper, scissoring it. No. So I'm just saying, you know, you might want to just... Um, we can start doing some practice runs. <laughs> you just think you're so funny. Yeah, that's so wrong on so many levels. I'm just kidding. You do most of that shit already. <laughs> I do not. You're you like, need help pooping, dear? Yeah. <laughs> and I would so be there for you. I don't want you to be. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you know what the thing is, is like, and here's just, maybe I'm weird, but this, and this is the kind of mom Barboo was too. It's like, I don't care how old you are. You're still my kids. Well, yeah. So. I mean, I'm, yep. I'm not saying that. It's just, you know, I got a big boy wiener. I can take <laughs> care of my big boy wiener myself. <laughs> and what about you, Robert? <laughs> can I, I don't think I can take care of Brandon's big boy wiener, but I'll try. <laughs> you know? Oh, so Brandon, um, you went and you took your motorcycle in for some service. I did. Brandon yeah. was talking about it a little bit. Tell, tell her about the thing. What, what the, happened? Do the thing. How you were talking about the thing with the thing. The $300 thing. You know, the thing. What? Fine. Fuck. I'll do it. So remember we were leaving the taco shop and you were like, oh, um, I don't want people to know that I get it serviced. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Fuck. You know what it is? It's because that sweater is making you like all. You know what's funny is I'm already getting hot. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So like, with um, with the thing. What thing? With his motorcycle. Oh, oh okay. Right. All right. Just give me a fucking second. Okay. Jesus, this one. Anyways, you guys are the same <laughs> person. <laughs> if the situation was turned, mom would say the exact same thing. I don't want to hear it. So anywho. Papa, stay out of it. So anywho, um, no, with like the entire thing. So like um, I, I went to go get my motorcycle you know, serviced. Mm-hmm. I like to get it oil changed, checked up, whatever. Um, I got the chain readjusted. So like re-lubed, all this oh, sh- cool. like jazz. You know, new spark plugs, which I figured out that my bike has. Um, so it's like a double plug. So yeah, it means I get plugs. four yeah. spark plugs instead of just two. Four. Okay. Shut up. So... <laughs> Well, four so, sounds better than two. Well, it's a performance. It's a bigger like, number for sure. I fucking hate both of you. <laughs> so anywho, um, so it was more like I kind of thought about it. I was like, you know, just because I ride a bike, you know, mm-hmm. and I want to take care of my bike, like maintenance wise. And I kind of was like, okay, well, I mean, just I don't want to be perceived like, oh, cool. I ride a bike, but then um, like, oh, I can't take care of it. But at the same token, it's like I would rather ride a bike where I get it professionally maintenance out of yeah. place and not... Um, you know, like break down somewhere because I guess with oil changing, um, you have to make sure the entire thing's clean. So you have to do the oil change. You have to make sure everything's cleaned out. And then like when you put the new oil in, like it has to be cleaned or it'll leak. So okay. you can get an oil leak and then that'll fuck something up. And it then sees you, the engine. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And then like, um, you can, I mean, you just mess it up and then I have to spend more money. So like, I kind of was like, I don't want to be perceived as like, oh cool, he has a bike, but he can't take care of it. But at the same time, I know. And that's just the way that my mind thinks. Yeah. It's like, you know, I don't want to come off that way. But at the same time, it's just, I don't care. Well, yeah. I drive you know? a car and I don't know how to change the oil. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah. yeah, but it's almost like, and I'm not, I guess it's just I the way I think wh- about I get it, where you but it's like with the bike yeah. world, it's almost like everybody always does shit on their bike. They always are doing different shit on their bike, mm-hmm. and like it's kind of a hobby. Like you know, you take care of it, um, and you do it a different way. But I just you know, it's well, not that it, I don't want to learn how to do it. Like I want to learn how to do it, but I would again, I would rather make sure it's professionally taken care of and mm-hmm. serviced right. Mm-hmm. Spend a little bit more money so I don't break down. Yeah, or like, not even so much that. So your bike performs and doesn't like malfunction while you're riding it. Yeah, because yeah, you know, I was gonna I'd, say I'd, for safety. Yeah, I'd, I'd much, and I think it's really cool that you're like, yeah, you know, I don't know how to do it, so I'd rather have a professional do it for me, and this way I won't have to necessarily like worry about it and, and also too like there's probably so many things going through your mind while you're riding you know like what's around me how fast am i going who's this person like i gotta watch this i got this blind spot like, there's already so much going on in your mind the last thing you want to do is like oh did i tie in that that bolt or yeah is my spark mm-hmm. plugs a dual 340 or a or a single 290 you know you're such a dumbass no i'm not <laughs> this is these are those are parts no I, no they're not <laughs> yes they are no they're not spark plug is a thing I know. Oh my God. I know a spark plug <laughs> is a thing, but like, no. And I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah. Cause today when I was even riding to mm-hmm. the, um, to the place, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I went and this was going down Rancho Cal to hit Jefferson. So, you know, when like that little exit that you get off on, um, on Rancho Cal, mm-hmm. well, some fucking lady <clears throat> in a purple ish scion pulls out right in front of me dude. Yeah. Yeah. and i'm and i'm already booking it and she knows she sees me but the thing is like with the bike is that people will um they can't judge the the distance really well with the bike yeah uh, for some ungodly reason so it was just like they couldn't judge it right and so this lady fucking pulls out right in front of me dude and like i had a brake 
kind of hard because I was going, you know, like 50. Yeah. And I had to break pretty hard. And uh, I was pretty much riding her ass. And, like, uh, I went into the left lane and she turned and shit. And I fucking just death stared her. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're a dummy. Yeah. Like, See, no, and there's a big difference between you... Um, you, you're not trying to come off as somebody who services your own bike. I mean, you're not come, you, you don't go and get like a little motor oil and put it all over your face and be like, <laughs> and be like, wow, that was a really tough yeah. fix I just did on my bike. Like post I on mean, Instagram, you're like another day at the, at the, at the shop. At the shop. Yeah. Yeah. So the, that's just the whole thing. It's like, yeah, there are people out there who their bikes are their har- hobby yeah. and that's totally legit. But you have different hobbies. Yeah. So it's not like you're trying to perceive yourself as like some, you're not trying to come across as anything. You're just, you know. Yeah, because I'm, yeah. I'm not like a big mechanic. I'm not, you know. Like also, who cares? Like, I, that's what, yeah. yeah, dude. And that's where I kind of got at. I was like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. Like, but I, I can see it. how you would be like, I don't want to come off as a poser. But I like, because it's so weird. Like the bike world is so strange. Because I mean, like you get the street bikes, you get the Harleys. And then like sometimes the Harleys don't like the street bikes. I mean, mm-hmm. and this is just in my opinion. Because yeah. like, you know, sometimes I'll throw the sign at, you know, riders. And it's, and I sometimes do just Harleys will not throw the sign back. Like, and I just don't understand it. Like it's, well, it's they're a, very clicky. It's a very, it's a, it's supposed to be a respect thing. Dude. Yeah. Like no matter what you always throw it back. It's just more of a sign of like, get safe, you know, like be yeah. safe, ride safe, you know, get mm-hmm. home safe. It's just one of those things. It's a respect because like with riding a bike, you know, there are a lot of dangers, you know, and I've always wanted a bike. Mm-hmm. You always told me not to have a bike. Well, you were not in a good spot to, I didn't, I mean, and it's not that I never wanted you to have a bike. It's just that I didn't think that you were in a safe spot to, I could always. That's I, a fair, that's a fair I mean, thing to you say. Know, that is fair. It, it, because I didn't want it to be where you would get the bike. And then you you were, because we've had this, this conversation in past episodes where, you know, you weren't seen. So you were always that person who was pushing the envelope. You were always the person jumping off of something. You were always, you know, you kind of took it as like a, um, devil may care kind of attitude. And I was always worried that you were going to take that attitude into your bike of like, you know what? Fuck it. Life sucks anyway. So I'm just going to go 200 miles an hour. That's kind well, that's, that's where I was always scared of you getting a bike. No. And I completely understand. And I mean, I actually had a friend from high school who actually died in a bike, a bike accident not too long ago. His name was, uh, well, his name was Alex, but I don't remember his last name and I do apologize. Uh, but I actually worked with him at Paul Mace Resort for a little bit. I knew his mom, really cool lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew him, really nice fucking guy, just super sweet all the time. And uh, he died in a bike accident. I don't know how, but uh, yeah, that shit happened. And then, uh, but I completely understand what you're saying because yeah. I mean, the fastest I've gone is 110. You know? yeah, and you- that was, but the thing with that though is I had an epiphany. It was just like, what the fuck am I doing with my mm-hmm. life? You yeah. know, like I went, I've, I, it's, it's different going 100 plus miles in a car to a bike because on a bike it's anything happens you're dead yeah. so it's yeah. just like it's it's i'm not chasing death but i know with like riding a bike there's always that possibility and like i talked to ray you know yeah. and ray was just like you know you got to be paranoid you know you have to be paranoid while riding a bike because if you start over um if you're overconfident something will go wrong yeah. mm-hmm. and i mean i had some instances where i was like cool you know i can do this a little overconfident sometimes but then most of the times i'm just like you know what fuck it dude yeah. like i'm safe like you know i know I'm paranoid because people always pull out in front of me. So I'm always mm-hmm. ready about that. You know, I never go out thinking that nothing is going to happen. I always go out thinking something's going to happen. And at that point I don't freeze and I don't cause an accident. Cause typically when you don't think that anything's going to happen, something will fucking happen. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just the way it is. It's so weird. So I always think that something's going to happen 
and I'm always ready for it. Right. Like I, I never freeze up or like, like, um, start getting scared when something like that happens. You know, it's just more of just like a natural reaction to either break slow or swerve. Right. And I never meant to like tell you not to live your dreams. Cause I always say, you know what, as a mom, I'm always terrified. I mean, I'm terrified every time you go to Africa, what? you know, I'm terrified. I can see that. Why? Yeah. Dude, I'm, well, but let me finish. But yeah. I'm terrified every time you're on a bike, but as a mom, I would rather see you out there living your lives. I would rather see you out there in Africa. I'd rather see you out there riding your bike, just having that freedom of that sense of freedom mm-hmm. than to be sitting on a couch and, and miserable. So I have to overcome my own irrational mother fears and know that, you know what, I would rather have you be happy than to be miserable and safe. Yeah, no, and I see that. And like, you know, I always knew I was going to get a bike, like, no matter what. It was just, I guess that was definitely, like, a mindset type thing. You know, like, just whenever I was ready for it, I would yeah. get one. So I can and see And you that. did it right. I mean, you went to, you went, you passed the, the school, you you passed your DM. I mean, it took you me, took all the steps yeah, correctly. It was a three, three-month process to even start my, um, like, oh, fuck, what's it called? Kind of like a little trainer course yeah. in a sense. Yeah. And it was like a two-day thing, and it was like you go ride, and then you go back to class, and you start learning. But like, I bought something that was twenty bucks, and it was all the answers to the test. But like, from learning all the answers from the test, you start learning more so about it's, riding. It's been proven that that's one of the ways to to study. Yeah, yeah. and like, be, I would I would read the questions, I would read the answer, read the question, read the answer all the way through. It was a hundred questions. Do you remember what happened the day you bought your bike? Um, the day I bought my bike, you remember? You guys went together. Who, well, yeah. who drove you there? Oh yeah, you did. Hmm. Yeah, no, well, because the thing was is <laughs> that like I could have either rode the bike uh, like out of the the place, mm-hmm. or they could have dropped it off. So I my original plan was going, getting the bike, paying for it, then riding it out there. But I was um, I didn't want to be overconfident, yeah. you know, and then like crash my bike right out of right. the fucking gate. And that's happened multiple times, and I've seen it on videos and shit. Really? Oh, dude, it's hilarious. People will get brand new bikes and then crash it. Mm. because it's just it, they're overconfident mm-hmm. you know and i didn't want to be overconfident and i would wanted to do it at my own pace so we uh, the bike got dropped off that night and then the next following day because i took a week off and i just rode for a week you know and i started honing my skills a little bit more and mm-hmm. just started getting comfortable on the bike you know and like yeah, i started going farther and farther it was like a slow farther. progression but it was really cool the way that you did it and it was so different than like had you gotten that bike two years ago your mindset would have been different. You would right. have ridden that bike out of the dealership going a hundred miles an hour, you know, uh, because you, you were just, you're just in a different, mm-hmm. in a different mindset. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you do just got to, you know, pinch the throttle back just to get that little bit of a freedom. And it's just, it's more of, it's not like cool. Something's going to happen. It's more like it's, there's some sort of freedom that comes when you just kind of pin it a little bit. And it's just, Everything in your mind clears. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been close to dying. Yeah, I've been 80 on the freeway before. <laughs> so, <laughs> With like, a crash helmet No, on. no, not even that. Like, have you guys ever been, like, so close to death where it's quiet? Mm. No, like, like you don't think anything and it's just a peaceful moment of time. Mm. Well, like what, though? Like, give me an example. So, when we were up at... Um, um, when we were up at Big Bear for hot dogs and handrails one time, and this was when I was driving with Luke, he told oh, me not to drive with Yeah, Luke. I was like, hey, Brandon, whatever you do, don't get in the car with Luke. And you were like, Luke was like, hey, Brandon, you want to ride? And Brandon's like, yeah, sure. I don't see why not. Yeah. After I, I told you 90 times yep. not to get in the car been, with Luke. 
no, no Luke's no. just an idiot. He's, he's a bad just, driver. Yeah. Yeah. So like anyway. So what happened, Brent? What so, happened when you got in the car with Luke after I told you not to? So also, if that doesn't perfectly fucking sum up our relationship as brothers, hey Brandon, don't do this. Or Brandon, you should probably do that. And then you go. What's that? Do the opposite? Okay, cool. I'll do that. Yeah. Well, you got to learn somehow. No, motherfucker. <laughs> just listen to me for once in your life. I know. I know. If but, I were, dude, if I was fucking, in, if I was Morpheus on the on the on the Matrix, I'd be like, Brandon, whatever you do, don't take the red pill because that's you know, you're gonna like wake wake up in like this pod and be like this robot dude. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Red pill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you got me taking the red pill. <sighs> But anyway, so like I was coming back, uh, back from Hot Dogs and Handrails, and it was, uh, it was the Big Bear Mountain is it's like an hour, hour forty five away. Yeah, yeah. And we a, went. It's a mountain. Yeah, and we went down the the back way, so it's a lot more windier mm. than the front way because I've ro- I've ridden up the front and it's yeah. a lot of fun, but the back way is really windy. Mm-hmm. So it started raining and then it started snowing, so we were going down the mountain the back way and uh, we go around a left turn, but they're sharp. Mm-hmm. We lose a little bit of traction because I think that it started like black ice or something i'm just gonna call yeah. it black ice but you just yeah, there was probably a lot of water and, and on then the, it, on and the, then iced yeah. over no yeah. there's no it was, it was cold there was snow coming i'm familiar down. with how how ice works yes <laughs> but, I'm, snow. but I'm, what i'm saying is it was you probably hydroplaned no because there was snow oh okay because of the snow that's impossible froze. it's impossible to do with snow you're right i forgot okay. but because there was there was no water on the okay, back why way is it was, it was all, so it was hard all, for you to believe that there was black ice robert well if there's no water on the back way how are they going to be ice and then snowed then that would mean that it would become ice. But why would it make it black ice? Why can't it just be an ice? Fine, then. There was ice on okay, the Okay, just ice. Ice then road what, what, Why does it matter what color it is? <sighs> so there's ice on the road. And so we lose traction going around this turn. Yes. So then, um, so it's a two-way, it's a two-road little two thing. Two-way road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happens is we kind of go around the left turn and then now we take a right. Now it's just a straight, you know, just a straight like little lane. Mm-hmm. The car starts fucking fishtailing. Mm-hmm. We lose all traction in all four of the wheels because it was a Subaru. Well, so well, it's all wheel drive. Yes. So we lose. I was going to say, what do you call that? Fishtail. Hydroplaning, but okay. Fishtail. So we fishtail. Yeah. <laughs> we do, we, we, he was in second gear. That doesn't make. That doesn't mean he doesn't. You don't Hydroplaning hi- is when you're going over water fast mm-hmm. enough where it feels like you're fucking on it. No, because you, you lose you lose the, the, the grip of the, of the asphalt. Agree you to lose, disagree. Welcome okay. to my world. Agree to disagree. Continue. It was ice. Okay, so, so you're fishtailing. So we fish, hit ice. You fishtailed hydroplaned. So we hit ice, and when I fishtailed, so now we're we're straight crooked. So now yeah. like the tar- the car is completely sideways. So he starts correcting it, and there was no guardrail on the side. And you overcorrected or what? No, dude. It w- he was literally driving straight, mm-hmm. and the entire car just lost all traction. Oh, okay. Okay. So now I'm going. I'm looking straight, and now we're looking left. So I'm looking left, and I was in the front seat. And he starts correcting it back. So then he corrects it back towards the edge of the cliff. And there is no guardrail, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So now the entire car was silent. Arash was in the back sleeping. He didn't yeah. know what the fuck was going on. And um, it was quiet. Because I was like, there's death. Because mm-hmm. that's a straight fucking drop. Yeah. I was like, you know, if, but he corrected it at the last minute. And we went all the way across the other lane and uh, hit a mountain. You hit the side of the mountain. Yeah, you hit the side of the mountain. But I mean, like from that moment of did time did Arash wake up no oh wow in that moment of time it was straight quiet like peaceful I had no yeah. stress no anxiety no thoughts no nothing I was like cool you know it's a 50-50 heads or tail right now if I go over the cliff and mm-hmm. like I was in the front seat so I'm just looking at everything and we're heading towards the edge of the cliff and I'm like 
cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, That's I, weird. There's, there's death. It's pretty awesome. He came back. He was like, so I got in the car with Luke. Yeah. And uh, we hit a mountain. Yeah. Do you remember when you went up to Big Bear with um, Jacob's family? All the time. Yeah. And then one time you went up there and by Saturday morning, I don't know what... I was, I was just, I fell off and I was like, hey, I just want to come home. Really? And yeah, I, I remember he called me. He's like, mom, I want to come home. I'm like, okay. And this is how poor we were. I had zero money to get gas to go get you. Yeah. So Natasha and I collected, um, we turned in all the cans, mm-hmm. collected as much money as we could, mm-hmm. put gas in my car and we went to go get you. Yeah, I remember that. So what happened? I mean, I may, I got enough money to, you I mean know, with but like, did anything like happen like any final destinations or anything no i don't remember what happened dude i just it was i fell off or i just didn't want to be there anymore because I mean, i'm just like fuck it i want to get out yeah, yeah. i, I mean, think I it was just a, yeah it was like he was up there he was with another family yeah. and he but just, it was never a problem before though that was a thing you probably like, just missed your mommy well i mean but the thing is is to me it's like you know what i could have been like you know what brandon you chose to go up there you know i don't you know stick it out or i could have been like you know what brandon we don't have enough money so you're stuck up there but to me it was like come hell or high water okay just so y'all know what's going on brandon just took off his sweatshirt the jacket been on and off here? and it Three really times. upset robert bro i've had this this jacket on the entire podcast well you don't run hot so anyway what i'm saying is, is you know what it's like you could have just i could have just turned on the fan but then i would make no mr pissy boy over here even more no i'm just saying you could have just kept the fan off and just stayed this but then I got cold. Oh, my God. It was cold. All oh right. My God. So that was, that was my beautiful poor mommy moment. But you know what? It's okay. No, I know. And I don't know why I wanted to come home. It was just I, every time I feel something wrong in my stomach, I just get out. Whatever, should, whatever situation it is, I always that, get out. Yeah. I, I do. And like every single time, even in a relationship, even in anything, once I get like a tummy feeling, I'm like, nah, cool. Fuck this. Yeah. And I don't do it. See, I don't. Like I know. This one That's time I was in wrong. Mexico and I Scott that. had been drinking all day. I remember day. that. And this was the neighbor kid's dad. He had been drinking all day. And then it was like, he started drinking at like eight in the morning. It's like 10 o'clock at night. He's yeah. like, hey, you guys want to go to the sand rail? And I'm like, yeah, okay, that sounds cool. <laughs> and uh, we drove into the ocean and yeah. I almost died because I had a five point harness on and it was like over my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I remember and I had that. to run like a mile back because Scott was too drunk to, to walk. I remember you telling me the story. I don't know why David didn't, go with, uh, didn't run with me, but I had to run like a mile in my motorcycle. How did, I mean, was that like one of those moments where you're like, I'm never going to go back on vacation with them again? I mean, that mm-hmm. had to suck. Yeah, I mean, that was know. like that was like that was just that wasn't cool, you know. And that's just no, the whole yeah. thing. I mean, is, it definitely was not. I mean, it was not a, a shining moment in his character model, but it, I mean, yeah, dude, that entire block was fucking chaos. Yeah, remember when he walked in? Because um, we had before yeah, Liberty, yeah. yeah, before we had Liberty, we had um, Freedom, who was a King Corso Mastiff, and she was just amazing. And um, all of the neighborhood kids were in my front room playing video games. And I remember I was in the kitchen cooking and all of a sudden freedom, I heard like this really weird noise in the front room and I walk around the corner and I'm like, why is Scott in my front room and why is he bleeding? And sure enough, freedom was like, you know what, dude, you're, you're not here. You're not welcome. And she bit him. Yeah. But he also realized he was like, yeah, no, he's like, you know, I, I, I was at fault. You know, he's like, like, I walked in unannounced and you know, that's just what happened. But you know what? And that was just the whole fucking cockiness of that neighborhood. It's like, cause I was the only single mom on that neighborhood and you know what? It's like, dude, don't come walking into my house. And th- it was, you know, and it was just kind of, a, it was a little weird sometimes. 
I don't know why I thought about this, but remember when fucking Lunchbox and Drew raced and Lunchbox had his little pocket bike? Your little pocket rocket Dude, thing. and he fucking ate shit in front of his dad and Travis. Mm-hmm. His bike flipped and hit the neighbor's car and yeah. dented in the door. <laughs> he and had he road li- rash on him. Lifted up his shirt and it was road rash from like his, his underwear. I remember it. that. Yeah, dude. And his dad was like, well, that's what you fucking get. Yep. Yeah. Dude, that was, it was a bunch of weird fucking... That was a, you know, way if... It was, it had its good moments and it definitely had its bad moments. Yeah. You know, but it, we lived there for 17 years. Yeah. That's just crazy to think about that. We lived there that long. That's a trip. Yeah. But you know what? It, it was, I mean, I know that there are certain aspects of that house that I never want to recreate. And I think like, you know, that's one of the things where I try to keep, you know, the house that we're in right now so clean and mm-hmm. stuff. So... It definitely, definitely had its moments. Yeah. I get to ride my bike in the rain again. It's yeah. not raining right now. <laughs> you get, to drive, you get to drive like two miles. They don't know that. <laughs> well, Robert can follow you to make sure you get home safe. Yeah, because I don't want to hit black eyes. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> the worst part is you're like so stubborn. You'll never like, you'll never be like, I'm oh, sorry, says I will the stubborn admit man. when I am wrong. No, you will not. You'll admit years later. Okay, tell me something I've been wrong and I'll admit to it. Everything. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's just you're the way that you two communicate, it's pretty I I personally think it's getting better. You you guys communicate a little bit more to each other, but you definitely were um were not communicating well when you were younger. No, I hated him. (laughs) Yeah. You weren't big fans of each other. No, we tried to kill each other multiple times. You know what, but that's just, I, I mean, to me, it's, it was weird. I always used to try to be like, you know, you, you two are completely different. You just have to appreciate each other for your differences. And I think that you kind of now appreciate each other for your differences. Ugh. <laughs> Put your okay. sweater on again. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Keep your sweater on. Oh my God. What, you're not hot in that thing? No, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I feel nice. I feel comfortable. Every time I get in the car, you always complain about mom. Do you notice Why? that? Every time it gets in my car, it's, ugh, you and mom have this car so hot. Dude, it's you, unreasonably warm. And it's like, I have my air conditioning on max on no, the lowest setting. Not. And Brad's like, how do you guys function in this, in this effing okay, oven? You got mad at me the other day for having my... Dude, it's 95. S- 95 outside. Mom's got the heater and, and seat warmers on. No, I did not have the heater on. I only had my seat you don't, warmer She never turns the air on. First of all, her air has never Sounds been on. Sounds like you. I have my air on all the time. Beg to differ. No. Oh my God. No, no, no. Because I hurt my back rock climbing. Remember? I, well, I hurt my side rock climbing. So it felt really good to have the seat warmer. 95 degrees. My, it doesn't matter. It wasn't on your seat. And yet you were so incredibly offended. Because I get so warm in your car because the air conditioning is never on. That's true. So then be like, would you mind if I turn the air conditioning on? And then you'll be like, oh, it's so cold. Yeah. And you're like, sorry, I can't do it. Kunk. And you turn it off. <laughs> that is not true. That is so true. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's too cold in here. Yeah. And then we'll be sitting there fucking sweating our balls. More like me. You'll mm. just be sitting there. You do run. Apparently you run a lot hotter than I do. I run really. Feel my tummy. I'm not going to feel your tummy. Just feel my tummy. Ugh. As Robert feels his tummy. It's like, it's weird because it's like, there's like hot patches. Did you ever go get your blood test? <laughs> you should. What do you mean, I mean get your blood test? So I, because, um. I wanted... Do you know what your blood type is? No. no it's either. red. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> no, so I pretty much um, went because 
you know, I, I sweat so much, I actually break out on my back a lot. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wanted to go get that checked. So, I was like, yeah, I need to go to a dermatologist. And then I told the person, I was like, yeah, you know, my lymph nodes are pretty, uh, pretty fucked. Aren't those in your neck? Yeah, but I was thinking thyroid <laughs> and um, totally got it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I love you. Yeah, totally got it wrong. <laughs> and the lady was like, your lymph nodes. I was like, yeah. I was like, my mom told me that, you know, we yeah. have it running in our family and like all this shit's fucked. Thyroid. And, uh, thyroid, Auntie Vicky and Barbu and I, well, I used to take thyroid, but I don't have to anymore for some reason. But yeah, yeah thyroid. Yeah. So anywho, so they're like, um, she's like, yeah, you know, you should probably go get your blood tested yeah. just to like make sure. Because the last time I took my blood tested, my cholesterol was in the red. Shut up. Dude, they were like what yeah it was there was there was normal mm-hmm. and then there's me and then there's like the people who were like who who never well the, that's because you had a you're horrible like that, diet you were like that then. one guy on um was it on the looney tunes no not the looney tunes uh bugs bunny one where he he did nothing but eat the cheeseburgers that's exactly me yeah so like oh no first, that was not that that's popeye yeah 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 popeye sorry. anyways yeah so i know what you're talking about so like so where do you knew that yeah well yeah because popeye is from my generation so i used to oh, watch popeye cartoons this one yeah so anyways, so know it all apparently. Oh God. So this At one, least I know what a lymph node is. Burn. <laughs> I'm just going to continue my story. So I was like, yeah, dude, my lymph nodes are fucking, you know, we have a problem. She's like, oh, well, you should probably get your blood test so we can check everything out. I was like, cool. Call them. Called the wrong fucking place. Did you call the, the dentist? No, I called the same blood place that I went to last time. Mm-hmm. And they're like... I was like, cool, I got an appointment. She's like, well, if it says it on the sign that you're waiting for an appointment, then you got an appointment and it didn't say that. And I was like, cool, I'm at the wrong fucking place. Yeah. Go to another place that's across the street and it was the same thing. I was like, fuck this. I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, so he, yeah, he went to two wrong places and he's Sorry, like, I went to the wrong sushi place on Thursday. It's the same. That's not the same. It is too the same. It's not the same. How is it not the same? Because you only went to one wrong place. I went to two. Yeah, but my wrong place was like 20 minutes away. Yours was like two minutes away. So did you ever make your appointment again? No. Oh, okay. Well, when you do, let me know because I want to see what my blood type is. Okay. I, I want mine to be like super rare, like ABC negative. I was anti-Vicky. Yeah? Mm-hmm. ABC negative? Well, whatever that rare blood type was. I want to be that one. I don't even think that's a blood type. It's not. It's There's there's a rare form that... Like O um, negative? O negatives, I think it's a universal donor. AB negative? That one, yeah, that's more likely more rare than the most Z-negative. universal donor. Yeah. So anything other than O negative would probably be. Yeah. But anyways, when I had like insanely bad cholesterol, probably still do. But I mean, this was before I started working out. And, and they're like, better. yeah, and they're like, hey, and you, you drink should... a lot of water now too. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. point. And they're like, hey, you should like work out enough where you sweat, <laughs> like Check. sweat so much, where it's just like, yeah, dude. But when I was at the peak of working out, I wouldn't sweat that much. Mm. Like I was just like, oh, yeah. again. Ugh. But I was, See, I you sweat know, more now that I work out. Yeah, it's nice. Though. Mostly when I look at food. I just sweat in general, dude. Yeah. I'll t- think about something spicy or hot and I'll start sweating. Really? Oh, yeah. Did you have something to say, Mom? No, I was just going to say, I just really made So anyways. Me- <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to do that. <laughs> it just made me really happy to know, like, again, that because you went to the dentist, you called the doctor, you know. Did Mom nag you to go to the doctor, though? No, I did it myself. She nagged me to go to the dentist. No, I do it myself. Oh, okay. What are you talking about? Hmm. Yeah, well, you know what? It's... And then she goes to the dentist, and then she's like, "Well, guess which fucking dentist didn't tell me to not?" Yeah, eat there there was from. no Who nonsense. Tells you six. I mean, hours. like realistically, like she was like, "Don't eat soup for six hours." I go check. Don't and then eat I, soup. Yeah, she that said. And she soup? said hot foods, and she said like super hot coffee, and I was like, oh, "Okay, cool, it's no worries." It's That's. Like, and then I, so I, then I tell tell you guys, and you guys take it as a fucking personal attack. Yeah, well, this. What was do you mean, my baby can't eat soup? Well. 
I do kind of understand this because uh, I got a cavity filled and I thought that the cavities fill right away, Mm-mm. which they don't nope. because so I flossed. I flossed the same place where I just got a cavity filled and I pulled out half of it. Mm-hmm. So that's my learning. Yeah, but Where I... the fuck were you when mom was attacking me like this? <laughs> At my own house. It took you two <laughs> weeks to like come to my aid. Well, I'm just I didn't saying. I didn't think about it until now. Oh, so funny. Because you were like, you were right on mom's bandwagon. You were like, the fucking who? Six hours? That's like a bajillion minutes. You're telling me you can't have soup for 400 okay. minutes? Okay, it was at night where I flossed. So it was way past six hours. That okay. doesn't matter because I did not get a cavity. That's a, the bitch of it too. Did I tell you what this happened? Hmm. I was like, Ma, I got my cavity filled. Or I got my, I got my teeth cleaned. And she said, I can't have soup or hot coffee for like six hours. And she says, are you sure it was you didn't get a cavity filled? No, mom, I think I would know the difference between getting my teeth cleaned and getting a cavity filled. Okay, so here's my react, my recreation of, you know, you getting your teeth cleaned and them telling you instructions. Okay, so your teeth are cleaned. We just did a fluoride rinse. Don't eat or drink anything for 20 minutes. Nope. What am I going to have for lunch today? Okay, I, she said a time and she said something. So I'm going to say six hours of nothing hot nope. or cold. She said six hours. She said you can go ahead and eat and drink immediately. No, she did she, not. Oh, I forgot were that. Just there? like Brandon, yeah, just that like Brandon's is, bathroom incursion, no, you were no, right there with me. You were, those are you were, I forgot she was, I totally forgot to tell you this part. Sorry, mom was in the chair with me. <laughs> oh. Um, those are getting, absolutely the wrong instructions. Yeah, I feel, I, me yeah, that. I my mind. I'm sorry. Absolutely the wrong instructions. Hmm. And I know you well enough, You're Robert. A professional dentist? I know Robert well enough. Yeah. He so was not thing, paying though. attention. This is the thing. Because if I say something that doesn't fit mom's like what character she type like, of what mom was expecting, then she's like, well, you're wrong. And this is probably what you heard, <laughs> even though I was nowhere near you at the time when they said it. I just want to ask everybody out there, were you able to walk out or did you have to get carried out? Not carried, but pushed in a, a wheelchair when you got your... Um, uh, you always get... Wisdom yeah, you get, Everybody gets wheeled out. If they, I if they put you under, you get wheeled out. I didn't. I got put under and I was fine. I walked out. You were actually there. You were a little um, combative and I don't think you would go into a chair. No. I, yeah. almost, I can see you like stiffing up. No, 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 no. Like I was man. cold and I was like, hey, can I take a jacket? You're like, I need a jacket. And I already had a jacket on. So they give me a doctor's jacket and I was like, I'm going to keep this. And um, I think it's all the drugs I did in my past that I was able to walk out. And I fucking walked out. You were there. I was there. Yes. And I walked I remember, out. I remember sitting in the waiting room waiting for Most you. Most people don't walk out. And that's a fucking flex. Okay. To who? Myself. <laughs> You're He's flexing and that's all that matters. We're going to support him in his flex. I walked out. Yeah. Even though I was tripping out about a painting and talking to a rabbit. <laughs> it's all right. When, I, when they put me under, I didn't go down. Because when I, I blacked out, right? Because they put you to sleep. Well... When I used to drink, I used to have an alter ego. And so when they put me under, my alter ego opened up and I was trying to refer to myself as Adam Black. And they were like, I remember Sarah was telling me because Sarah's mom went and they came out to, to the thing. They were like, hey, listen, um, he keeps calling himself Adam Black. So we have to hold him for like another 45 minutes. And I remember oh, yeah. Sarah was like, oh, God. <laughs> not, not Adam. No, you know? I remember Adam Black. So it took me like, it took me like, they took double the amount of pain medicine to knock me under. And then it, they kept you twice it, as long to bring me It took me twice as long to wake me back up. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's okay. Of... When I got my wisdom teeth taken out, um, of course, Barbu came with me. And I remember she stopped to get my pain medication right there um, at Dietrich's, yeah. which is no longer there, but it's on um, 101 in Encinitas. Which is also no longer there. 101 is still there. Didn't it fall into the ocean? 
No, why? They moved the one. Oh, no, not the I'm thinking of the one. I was thinking yeah. of the PCH. I'm like, no, the, the street's still there. So I remember she left me in the car and people kept on walking by and yeah, and looking really weird at me. And I'm like, I don't know why anybody's looking weird at me. And so finally I like pulled down the thing and I looked in the mirror and my tongue was sticking out. I mean, literally sticking out. So then Barbu comes back in the car and I'm like, mom, why didn't you tell me my tongue was sticking out? Cause I couldn't feel it. She's like, oh, I didn't want to upset you. That's fair. And I'm like, okay, great. I've been sitting here with my tongue sticking out with people like walking by and pointing and you didn't want to upset me. That was way more upsetting. So I side with Barbu on that. You always sided with Barbu. Yeah, hey, you were so. Barbu's little schmoo. Yeah. I was not Barbu's little schmoo. I was just her little helper boy. No, you were Barbu's schmoo. You were definitely her little shiny boy. I'm the only one. First of all, <laughs> I do not appreciate you both. It's salt uh, coming out my, my, my grandmama. Yes. Well, Barbu would have pushed us in front of a car to save you. She would have. Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> okay, keep going. Yes. All right. So really quick, um, somebody reached out to me this week on Instagram and she follows all three of us and she had a question and and I really like it when people ask questions and things that they want to hear about. And her question was, um, if we had any advice, any three of us had any advice about how to help somebody going through recovery. And um, we don't have to say a whole lot, but what my one piece of advice for anybody being there for somebody who's going through recovery is just, you know, just be their anchor, just kind of be their rock because they're going to be going through emotions. They're going to be going through ups. They're going to be going through downs and just be their one constant steady and, you know, just be supportive. You can't go through their recovery for them, but you can just be like, Hey, you know what? Good days or bad days. I'm going to just be here for you and just be supportive in that way. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's, and like, sometimes when we're in recovery, people think that, you know, there's something wrong with them, but Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with you and whatever you're going through is normal going through recovery. Um, So just keep that in mind that whenever someone is going through recovery, there is nothing wrong. And even if they do fall, which sometimes we do, and I've fallen multiple times trying Mm -hmm. to, you know, get myself sober. So there's nothing wrong with that as well. Just still be supportive of them, you know, just be there for them, tell them you love them and that there's nothing wrong with you. Because I mean... Yeah, they're really. Yeah, because a lot of times, yeah, because a lot of times with recovery, people have a tendency to kind of like put like a little like like a little dirty kind of label on it, almost like people who are addicts or having any sort of addictions have um, like something wrong with them. Fucking look at me like that because if I had my way, I wouldn't even have to wear a jacket. We're having like a serious conversation. Sorry, this guy looked at me. I know, but I'm just saying, you know what? Coming, don't you know? Somebody going through an addiction and going through recovery, don't ever feel like you're less than perfect or you're dirty or there's like a secret or, you know what, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Nope, nope, not at all. And keep going and you got this. Stay strong. Yes. Yeah. We love you. All that. All right. So I thought today's was a, a fun episode. Yeah. You know, got to learn all about Brandon and his bathroom habits. Yeah. We, you know what? The really cool thing is, is that they now got to experience you two fighting over the littlest things. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like burning jack- alive is not the littlest thing. Um, jackets. The simple fact. Yes. The simple fact that I just know, wanted the fan off. I wanted the fan on cause it's hot. Wait, where's the fan on right? Is the fan on or off right now? It's off right now. Why is I, now? Why is the fan off? Because it's hot. No, because you got 
I got cold. You got cold. I got cold. There and now is. I got hot again. And now, and, so I'm going to turn it back on. Oh so fuck you. God. Okay. So not. I think we've gotten the whole microphone thing taken care of. Now we're going to have to work on the room temperature thing taken care of. Mm-hmm. Don't. You. <laughs> all right. So oh as God. always, you can reach out to any of us on social media. I am on um, all social media platforms as gray hair and tattoos. If you have any questions, comment, concerns, and you'd like us to talk about something, you can reach out to me or any, um, either Robert or Brandon. You can tell them your, your yeah, Instagram. I'm, I'm Gummy Bear Brandon. Mm-hmm. I'm tattoos and gray hair. Okay. Um, Robert never can say the, um, a, an answer. He is Robert Robert Pike Pike at Instagram. You don't know who I am. And Fuck I know. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. You know what the thing is, is we're going to go live and you will absolutely refuse to be on camera because no, you because know you that, re- that you, you have a giant me. head and you refuse to share the screen. And then Brandon's usually somewhere there. And so I'm like, cool, I'll take the fucking leftovers, which is like the top left corner. Oh, no. And so forgive me if I don't want to stand oh, on the countertop so you up. guys can be no, in No, no, no. You do this every single time. No, you're like, no, okay, no, I'm, no, I'm only no, going to show like, my... Just get close to Brandon. Just get close to Brandon. I don't want to... How, how much closer do I need to be? And then I'm like, well, here. And every week I say this. Every week I say this. I say, Ma, just put the camera farther away so all three of us can fit in. He does say that. No, no, we can't do that. I need, okay. to, be, I need to take up okay. 75% of the screen. No. So you're so like... You two Growing ass man, you guys get the other twenty five percent. Okay, so you'd be like, okay, well, true. I'm going to stand closer to Brandon after I eat a handful of onions. That is also That's, true. Well, then don't fucking eat around the salad. Eat around the onions in the salad. I don't like the onions. Don't make me be that guy to eat all the onions. Oh, you yeah, made yourself said, be that guy. No, you fucking threw the gauntlet down. I picked up the onions and I oh, ate. Oh yeah, it. and no! here's and here's, yes. what, and here's what I get to deal with: you eating fucking onions and you eating hot sauce and then going, I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what bye everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so welcome to my world all right you guys love you all we'll see you on the next one that was fun